episode 80 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right, before we get started on this review, <laughs> I got to tell this story. So, you know, for however many episodes now, we've been doing this Wawa thing, right? West mm-hmm. Coast, hashtag West Coast Wawa. And this is a Wawa story. <laughs> this is how much I love Wawa. And this is how much of a fat ass I am. <laughs> so I go yeah, to, two for the price of one. I go to Wawa and it's late. I'm under the influence of something. And I'm going <laughs> in there. And, you know, like I've said before, there's a touch screen where you just order your sandwiches. Mm-hmm. This time I can't decide like which one I want. Because usually I get like the Italian and the meatball uh, as well as the, uh, they also have warm sandwiches there. But then they had something else there that uh, time that was different. I forget what it was, like a Reuben or some shit. Oh. Something weird. Um, Reuben so on the rye. Reuben or something different. Uh, I can't remember. But I, I wanted all three. Right? <laughs> and I couldn't decide which one because I knew, like, if I went home and, like, had the sub, I was like, oh, man, I wish I could have, you know, the Reuben. I know what or substance you were under now. <laughs> I, I figured like, it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Italian sub that I always loved. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to fucking buy all three. <laughs> so I get, I, you know, I order three fucking different sandwiches, right? And I'm walking up to go pay for the, the ticket. And I'm pretending to be on my phone to say like, yeah, I'm ordering the sandwiches right now. <laughs> so you didn't look like a fat ass. You were buying three sandwiches for three yeah, people. Because I also had a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the guys salt, like why don't you vin- why didn't you get three bags of cheaps? Why oh, you only get one bag of cheap? <laughs> salt and vinegar was I always have to have salt and vinegar with those. So anyway, so that's my Wawa story. That's how much I love Wawa. <laughs> so, why okay. one bag of cheap? Let's <laughs> post Wawa. Hashtag it everywhere. Um okay, here we go. Guardians of the Galaxy two. When did the first one come out? I have no clue. Two Fuck, years ago. It was like two and a half. That'd be like, like two years ago. It was like 2014 or something like that. I remember like, uh, I remember watching the commercial for that and over any other Marvel movie, I thought it just looked way different. And Oh yeah, definitely. Um, looked like something that was really a lot of fun. And, you know, James Gunn is pretty well known making really quirky characters and dialogue and stuff like that. So I really thought that was a good mix. And then, um, I think out of all the Marvel movies over the last few years, this one is one I've been probably waiting for the most besides the infinity war, uh, because I just wanted something, you know, really fun and, and stuff like that. But anyway, so let's go over the boring stuff real quick and then we can get our initial reactions. So, uh, what's it, uh, what's it tracking at right now? It's at 81%, which is it's certified fresh. Okay. Uh, it's been dropping though. Uh, the, we saw it. What's the highest it's been in the nineties? But that was like the first. That yeah, was like yeah, the, yeah. First premi- the first uh, reviews coming out. Um, but you always like it, it's a trend. Like if if you want the movie to stay certified fresh, you need to start in the nineties. Right, right. Um, so, so it's certified fresh. It's eighty um, it, percent. It's it's kind of funny. I was when I was going to the movies, I was telling a friend, I was like, you know what? It's it's only at eighty four percent because that's what it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they're like, only eighty four. And I'm like, it's not well, funny. Yeah, like that's that's how high a mark Marvel is when it's like eighty. Like, I'm pretty sure like Zack Snyder would give his left and right nut and fuck a, and fuck a sheep to get eighty four percent of Justice League. <laughs> like you're like, what do I have to do? Kill my daughter? Okay, okay, okay I'll do it. Okay. 
don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's now at twenty eight percent. Good job. Um, no, I think it did. I, I was reading today. It did seventeen million on Thursday night, which is is really good. Um, it's on track to be like the biggest movie of the summer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in so the far. states in the states, right? Actually, it's doing pretty well overseas, but fat, uh, the fate of the furious is just killing it. Yeah, they like those freaking cars, man. I don't, I don't yeah, get it. I don't get it either. But anyway, so I'll do my, <laughs> I'll do my initial reaction since you right. gave one last time. Go for it. Um, I really liked the movie. Um, it was fun. It's it was action packed. It was gorgeous, like the first oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um. I loved the the continuing story of like a family type thing. I was actually thinking about the Fast and the Furious movie when I was watching this. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is like Fast and the Furious outer space, and it's more believable. Like Drax is Vin Diesel, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not Groot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Drax is a better actor too. Yeah, right. Um, I, I, <laughs> I still can't believe. You know, it was, it was funny when the first movie came out that you got like Vin Diesel to say like oh, "I am Groot," right? And that's all he says, just dif- different like in like different tones in his voice. Mm-hmm. But then in this one, he barely he, there's barely anything in here. No, and he's gonna get a shit ton of credit for it. It's the- like he says "I am Groot" like six times, <laughs> right? And he's he's listed as part of the major cast. He probably said it once, and, and they the just funny- altered the audio each yeah, time. The 40- <laughs> the- yeah, somebody else recorded it. Um, James Gunn's like, "We're not using that shit." <laughs> um, I'm like, "What is this? A pacifier?" <laughs> but uh but like the funniest parts of, of baby groot were were hit, were him not talking it was the way that they animated him. oh yeah i mean the opening sequence was freaking hilarious. so i i you have to watch this movie several times just to watch that opening sequence because there's so much going yeah, on yeah so anyway so my my initial reaction is um great everything is great about this movie or i'm sorry everything is good about this movie it's not <laughs> it's not as good as the first one yeah uh, yeah but it's still really fun. Yeah. This movie is really fun. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I, I found the movie extremely entertaining. I think it was a lot funnier this yes. time around. Almost to the point where it was like too funny. A little, sometimes a little too much. Um, but Dave, Bati- Dave Batista is uh, – he – oh, God. He stole – the show. He definitely did. He was by like actually everybody had like a funny line in this movie. Yeah, or some cool um, thing. But it, it, I think if the, whenever the third movie comes out, this is where they need to cap the comedy, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, this is the amount of jokes you put in the movie. Don't go above that, because like it was almost overkill. Like remember at the end of the movie when he's trying to find tape, and now it's like it, it was funny, but it was like okay, a little too a much. Major there's a major battle going on outside. He's really not. You know, but, but here's the great part about it. Like the Fast and the Furious movies and like how uh, Justin Lin set this family thing up for mm-hmm. Fast, uh, Fast and the Furious, James Gunn and that, and that woman who initially wrote the screenplay. Nicole Perlman or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Like, they set up this like, they set the tone for this type of movie. Like nah. the opening sequence when you when you meet Peter Quill in the first movie when he's like dancing around with you know with the with the uh, soundtrack the going on, yeah, yeah, like it set the tone for the whole movie, and and because they established that in the first movie, like you're you're okay with a lot of these jokes going on in the in the second movie, and it, it, you're right, it's way funnier in the second movie. Yeah, and they they do play a lot with family. Um, family is probably a uh, one, if not the biggest theme uh, in in this particular movie, uh, especially. 
Um, they, so anyway, I'll just finish my initial reaction and we can actually dive into the movie and the characters and all that good stuff. Um, but so I, I don't want to go too negative here, but I, I found that it was very predictable. Um, I think, I think that, I think the plot was pretty thin, but there's so much beautiful things to look at and funny moments and touching moments and all this other stuff that you kind of forgive it a little bit. Cause like one of the problems that everyone's been talking about for a long time is that Marvel lacks really good baddies, but the baddie in this one I thought was far and above better than Ronan. Cause Ronan just seemed like a one note guy in the first movie. He was just, eh. it was mostly about them getting together as a group more than fighting a baddie. But this movie, like it has, you know, you, you've got, um, uh, family that plays into it and you have, you know, the character of Kurt Russell is brought in and uh, he, you know, is, is the foil in the end. But again, like that's a minor nitpick. The, the movie has so much going on that y- you can kind of forgive that a little bit. Um, but I, I really liked it. I love the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I think this one I really, really enjoyed. I liked it. I do want to watch it multiple times because again, there's so many things going on. There were so many funny moments that I couldn't hear the next line that was coming because everyone was laughing so hard, including myself. So I'm like, Oh shit. It's one of these movies I got to see twice because I I didn't get the full effect. I couldn't hear everything that was going on. Basically almost every time Drax opens his mouth, he's saying something hilarious. Oh my God. Um, yeah, we'll get into him and just, uh, we'll really dive into it. Anyway, so my initial reaction is I liked it. So, I mean, just like I, I, so uh, let's 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 go on the negatives because we don't do okay. that a lot with Marvel movies, right? So you, the the one thing you said that I completely agree with is is that the the plot was pretty thin. I mean, you knew you were going to meet Quill's father, um, and there's a couple of moments in there where it was almost like Civil War, where he's like, "You killed my mother." Oh yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh fuck!" But I was, you know, what? I I kind of. I love Kurt Russell. Let me just say that. Yeah. First. I love Kurt Russell. He's back in everything. a big bag way right now. He's back. I was, the, I was almost, I, I was borderline disappointed in Kurt Russell in mm-hmm. this movie because not in his acting ability, but the, what they gave him to work with. Like mm. it, it falls short. I mean, he, he, he is basically an entire planet. And what I, I love, you know, Kurt Russell and how he acts and all that stuff. But I didn't feel like the material like it fell short for me. Well, that might be not be his fault though. No, 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 no. no, no. I, meant, I was disappointed in Kurt Russell's character. Oh, 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 gotcha, um, gotcha. Um, not and, himself. No, 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 not him. And then there was the part, the one part I hated the most, and this is what we talk about Marvel movies too, is that the 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 ending, the bad, the, mm. the climactic battle or whatever, um, always falls short. I loved the whole planet thing when they were trying to fight the planet. That was new. That was unique. Um, what I did not fucking like and, and borderline hated was they once again went to this blob planet thing where like, well, okay, so right off the bat, I thought of X-Men, the first movie where, oh, the, yeah. where the thing in the, in, uh, in the Hudson river was going to like, it was, yes, it was like electricity, but it was like, it was, it was like electric blob. Type oh thing, yeah. I hated thing, that thing. Yeah. Right. Then there was, then there was green lantern. Oh yeah. Right. And I feel like there's another, there's another comic book movie out there that does this like end of the world bubble type shit thing. Like, I, I don't remember. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now, but you know what I'm talking about? Like when they yeah. do this and the blob thing just didn't work. Well, right. again, it's the end of the world situation, end of the galaxy situation this time. And, you know, and they kind of like allude to the fact of like, well, we saved the galaxy once. If we save it a second time, the people are going to, we're going to make tons of money. So they kind of like, 
brush it aside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're saving the galaxy again. But you didn't get like that. You didn't pick up on that. Like when, when oh, the I blobs picked up. Come. I didn't like anytime they showed that block. So basically, what he's saying is, and I, I'm sure you guys have watched it. At least I hope you've watched it. But like Kurt Russell, he he says at the end of the movie anyway that he placed all these like seeds or pods on all the planets. But you only see him do it once on Earth. And then you find out later on that he's trying to take over the entire galaxy, but he can't do that unless he has um, uh, a son, well, a, a spawn, a child a that he can suck. That has yeah. the same energy as he yeah, has. to suck the energy out of that person would destroy all those other planets. And he had all these offspring. You find out that weren't worthy. That's why there were skeletons. Yeah, there was a lot. And then when he found Peter, he's like, yes, I, I can do it. And that's where Peter like is able to kind of overcome that. He uses his heart versus, instead of his mind to kind of get out of that trance. And so, then he's like, you killed my mom. Yeah. Oh, because was... the guy said, he says, I put, I'm sorry. I, oh, yeah. I feel bad. I put the, or did something you, like, or did everybody gasped in the theater. When I, oh yeah. Everybody Everyone went quiet, but he's just like, I put the, t-. he's like, yeah, I felt really bad that I had to put the tumor in her head. And I was Every, like, I, what the fuck? Everybody in the theater, uh, at the same time was like, <sighs> Yeah, like, I was like, oh, you kill that bitch now. Yeah, I fucking kill that guy. And he actually <laughs> kind of did. He blew him to bits. Oh, yeah. Um, so funny thing is when you find out that Ego had been having all this offspring on all these different planets. So I'm a huge Futurama lover, right? Oh, like, yeah, I love yeah. Futurama. Yeah. And there's this one episode where Leela thinks she finds a, a Cyclops like her. Did you see this one? <laughs> yeah, I did. I remember that. He's actually a shapeshifter. Shapeshifter, yeah. And he's been, like, fucking, all, like, all the other different <laughs> races. races. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and switch changing. And he's, like, yeah. he really looks like a grasshopper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, a sh- he's a shape-shifting grasshopper. <laughs> so I, I I'm me- disappointed. <laughs> I immediately thought of a Futurama in that scene. And that has nothing to do with the movie. Like it's it's devastating in the movie itself because but because like I think about other things when I'm watching movies, I, I almost like chuckled at that scene, <laughs> and I probably was the only one that thought of future. Well, I, I didn't think of that till you just said that, but yeah, he he essentially, you know, once you find out he went from planet to planet, you're like, oh, he must have made himself look like each of those species. He had to. Oh uh, well, it it didn't show that in the. No, it didn't because you just saw him in his in his I just in thought, his human. Well, form. yeah, I, I mean, I just thought, I mean he could have, <laughs> but I only just thought of. Of the shape-shifting grasshopper. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of the planet, like there was a scene that was pretty funny where Drax is just like, so you have a penis? Like you're you're a planet and you have a penis? That was really funny. But there was a time where they panned out from the planet and it was fucking ego the planet, just like you see in the comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, that's awesome looking. That's uh, that's towards the end, right? Yeah, Yeah, but Marvel's so good at like taking those images that you know so well like in the comics and they – they put it on the screen, and you're like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" It was yeah. really brief, but yeah, I mean, there, it was like, cool. Uh, it, this movie is gorgeous as hell, like, <laughs> and like, there's so many great, like you said, there's so many fucking awesome things to look at. And and here's the here's the here's the good and bad thing about this movie is that you're so entertained with this movie, and there's so many fucking funny moments in this movie, but there's a lot of touching moments too yes. in this movie, and they get you through the fact that like. Uh, this is not probably the best plot in the world. Like, no. not, like I'm, I'm sure the people at uh, Honest Trailers are going to rip, oh, this, rip, movie, this, rip yeah, yeah. this movie to the shreds. And, you know, we're focusing on the negative right now, but that's only because, like, the rest of the movie is so fucking oh, good. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of negatives in this movie. No. Um, 
Well, I mean, you could you could say you know the the big baddie not being great is a, is a pretty big negative. Mm-hmm. But even their interactions throughout, like how they established, you know, they established it in the first movie of how much Peter loved his mother. Right? Yes. So then, when you find like, it, it doesn't matter that they didn't establish that father son relationship because the second he says, "I put that brain that brain tumor," yeah, in your mom, you. Do, I don't know about you, but I immediately thought about that scene where she's reaching out to him. Oh, yeah. My switch went off in my head. I was like, kill that motherfucker right now. And I was like, I mean, that's how much you love the characters, right? Yeah. Like, you didn't even know Peter's mom. (laughs) No. And you're just like, fucking kill that guy right now. (laughs) Well, okay, so that's a negative. It's very little. But let's start with the good. Um, I love that they gave Michael Rooker something to do Uh, in this. Yondu Yondu had a... Loved him. Awesome character arc in this thing. Yes, such an awesome. Well, let's start. Let's start from the beginning because I okay. want to get to Yondu. Yeah, yeah. Right off the bat, Baby Groot. <laughs> the whole the whole opening intro, sequence. The whole intro. I wanted to like pick up Baby Groot and just like hug him. Like <laughs> I was, I would I'd end up getting like splinters and shit. I wanted to hug him so hard. <laughs> Like he was so adorable. He pierces you. He's like, oh, like yeah, oh. Like, oh, I don't care. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, he like plugs in the um, the music. Yeah, and he just and you're dancing. like, oh, that's genius. Um, yeah, starts dancing. Everybody is fighting this huge beast. And then what's crazy is the only the the the, the backed away scenes and the, the the wide angle shots. Mm-hmm. They put those in the trailer, so you think you know when the scene is, when you first see that scene you're like oh here comes that opening shot or i'm sorry here comes that part in the trailer where they're going right. to this giant monster yeah. and then it completely flips on you where you're just focusing on fucking Groot Groot yeah the whole thing <laughs> and it's and you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of the, there's a scene in face off mhm and this is a more comical where obviously that movie's more serious but there's that scene where all the fighting is going around you they're attacking that drug dealer's uh, place oh yeah and they put the headphones on that little kid, and, and he's just listening over over the rainbow, over the rainbow, right from right. Wizard he, of Oz. And, and it reminded me of the scene, like it was focusing on, you know, in uh, obviously in Face Off, it was like, you know, trying to take away from the violence of going on around him, and he's just focusing on the music, so it's right. not so violent. This is a little bit more funny, but I still thought of the same thing where you're focusing not on what's going on in the background, right? And I was trying to, but like I couldn't take my eyes off a of group. It's it's such a it was a genius move. It was such a genius move. Um, and then, you know, once the intro was done, they actually had to, you know, defeat that beast. And I love I love how Drax just, like, takes it upon himself. He's like, I'll just go, ins- I'll go inside of it and kill it. And they're like, no, like, that's not going to work. And then, like, you know, what's her name? Blows the thing up and he takes credit well, she for takes, it. She takes the knife. The she knife. Oh, yeah. Cuts cuts the neck down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He takes... Uh, <laughs> when he's inside of it, stabbing it. He's like, like ah! <laughs> He's covered in his blood. And shit. Oh my god! It's <laughs> Batista's amazing. Oh yeah, he is so freaking good in this movie. Like, because he was like really dry in the first one. Yes, but that's why it worked, right? In this one, it's like he's loosened up a little. It bit. almost feels like he took like a shit ton of acting classes. I... It was like night and day. Yeah, yeah. So bravo, Dave. Dave, 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 Dave oh my god! Well, head. he's like he's still like you know. He doesn't quite understand. He takes things everything yeah, very literal. everything literal. Yeah. But but the way he was talking to Mantis, their dialogue just fucking killed it me. Worked. It, it worked. It worked so well. That scene where they're sitting on the stairs and she touches <laughs> him and she touches him about oh, the daughter. Yeah. And she just starts bawling and like how he's talking about his daughter. I was like, Oh my god, like it 
in the first one, he was almost like the Terminator. Everything was dry. And like, yeah, almost yeah. I'm going to kill Ronan. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. And this one, but I mean, he's, it still worked. He did yeah, a really yeah. good job. In this one, it's the same thing, but it's like it's like up a notch. It's like, mm. so that scene where he's talking. Actually, everything with him and Mantis is go- like it's perfect. so funny. I, like, I love it. He he. he <laughs> He basically called her ugly, and she, and of course she doesn't. She kind of doesn't understand because yeah, yeah. she's been living on the planet for years. But yeah. he's calling her ugly, and she's just kind of like, uh, "Okay, is that a good thing or a bad yeah, thing?" You she know, she turns to uh, Gamora. She's like, "We've been talking about his daughter or something, and I'm ugly." Or yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like, but at the very end, he says, "He says you're beautiful," and then he's like, "On, on the, the inside." inside. <laughs> Got one of the biggest laughs. laughs. Uh, yeah, he's so great in it. Even like, I liked Gamora a lot more in this movie too. I like all of them a lot. Yeah, more. there was nothing like that's the thing. There was like the the only problem I did have with this movie is that the the Quill and Rocket uh, quarrel slash subplot was resolved a little nonchalantly yeah. considering how major it was in the beginning. I, I don't think really they gave a lot for Peter Quill to do in this I thought one. there was going to be a callback to um, remember in the beginning where they basically crashed because both of them were trying to uh, pilot at the same time. I thought they were going to work would, together. Gonna Something's gonna was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad that they didn't because it was so obvious yeah. that they didn't. So yeah, you're right. Peter, Peter, even though the, his, the bad the main baddie is his father he didn't have he he didn't have too much to do no he was almost like the straight character in this movie he totally was he was he was the seinfeld they they had um you know like so let's go over the characters but basically you had you know drax and mantis were kind of together the two sisters uh, nebula and gabora had a thing going on rocket and peter kind of had a thing going on then rocket was like on his own with the ravagers and yondu right. him and yondu had a thing going right they did a really interesting thing in this where they matched characters up that you wouldn't think would mash up and they did mm-hmm. a fucking awesome job the sister thing is like a normal thing but it, it worked that. really yeah. well that's the thing about this is that take away the entire ego planet you know bad guy and if there was no ending to this movie or no bad guy, I could just sit there and watch them talk to each other. Yeah, like I could just see see them. Like I could just watch. That's 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 the that's the other thing about like the the Avenger movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe Ultron wasn't that great, but I could just sit them. I could just sit there for two hours and watch them talk around a coffee table. Oh, like when yeah, they're, when they're sitting down, like fucking each other with the about hammer. Thor's hammer. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I yeah. love shit like, like that. That's they. But here and <sighs> fuck, I hate doing this. <laughs> this is why I love Marvel movies because like they get their characters. They they understand who their characters are and they make the dialogue work. Like you're never going to get Tony Stark to act like Captain America and vice versa because right. it just doesn't work that way. Right. Captain America is not going to go around cracking jokes and like fucking, you know, trying to recruit people. He's straight-laced. Yeah. You know. So they understand the characters and they work within they work within that and they Marvel gets their characters. But but do you think I know where you're going, but do you think beyond and above that they also do things that us as fans always talk about or wish that we would be able to see something that like you know like you you take your toys and you play them in the toy box and you're like shoot uh, Iron Man shoot the the shield and it ricochets yeah, yeah, off yeah, yeah, like yeah. you see shit where you're like oh my god like I've always dreamed about that or or I never thought that they were going to do that you know and 
Um, even just watching the Thor Ragnarok trailer was like fucking awesome. I don't know if you saw that right. on IMAX, but I saw it last night. Yeah. And uh, it, it just watching some of this was like, oh my god, we get to see Thor and and, and Hulk like fight in this arena. That's gonna be so badass. But like the um, where was I going with this? But I just I, I like the fact that the 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 dialogue or some of the things that they do are things that we as fans like do or when we were kids we'd play with these characters and we would do things and they you can tell that the director or the writers love these characters so much because they're having fun being who they are they're not emo i hate my life i shouldn't be fighting for humans well that, that, that works that works too that works if that's the character is a thing like you're not going to get you're not going to get rocket to have that type of conversation with somebody because rocket just doesn't give a shit yeah he was kind of on a death wish in this movie rocket yeah until they were like dude like we love you like what are you doing and then he's like i'm sorry uh let's see who uh, okay so let's go to yondu because i (sighs) i stopped you on that one probably my favorite thing about this movie (sighs) so i have a love hate thing with this yondu thing in this in this in this movie i loved his his thing with um Rocket every time, basically every time like Yondu was talking or whatever, like I just loved him in it. Michael Rooker killed it in this movie. And the, the, the thing that I loved and hated the most about the Yondu story arc was the ending part where he dies. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I loved that scene. Um, and like, the, but I hated that scene at the same time because mm-hmm. I wanted more. Well, for me, it was, it was him. He he loved. You find out that he actually loves Peter. Yes. But the entire time, he treated him like shit. You know, like in the first movie, he treated him like shit. Mm-hmm. And even in this movie, you he would you would he told you like yeah he could fit into small spaces, steal stuff. But you also found out that that Yondu was also beating the shit out of him too. He, well, he was, he was, okay. So there's a couple different things that I got out of this. One, uh, you find out that the, his father was taking all these children and zapping their, zapping their life out to, to funnel the planets and it didn't work. So he took Peter for himself because he didn't want Peter to get, he didn't want another child to die. So that's one. And two, I think he He had to keep, he had to keep, he pulled a snake. Oh, totally. Yeah. He totally pulled us. Oh, fuck. The great pull. Yeah, he he protected Peter, but he had to treat him like shit in order to protect him. Oh, you know what? You're right. Because otherwise, the Ravagers would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, why are you yeah. treating? But they even said at the end, they're like, you always treated Peter differently. And now we're pissed. Fuck you. You're, you're right. done. Um, but none of them knew why. No. None, none of them, them knew, knew why he kept it secret. None of the, none of the, and I, and Sylvester Stallone was really good in this too. Yeah, um, it was a small part, but like it worked. It just worked. Yeah, it, it wasn't like a was uh, that a, Michelle like a, Yao at the end of the movie? That was Michelle okay. Yao. So, so like you were saying, like I, you know, you know what? I take it back now because I, I kind of understand that part of it because he he did pull a Snape, and the the thing I loved the most about it was that like he's a hard ass from the first movie, but mm. you see like. At the end of the movie, he kind of smiles when Peter fucks with him. Yeah, like, yeah, all the yeah. Time. And then, you know, you see the Yondu thing. I'm like, why are they showing this Yondu thing with Sylvester Stallone's character? I'm like, this is fucking stupid. I'm like, oh, he's going to be exiled? I'm like, I don't give a shit. I was like, you did you all find that. find out why he got exiled. Right. You do all this shit just because you want to pair him up with Rocket so that he can get back onto Ego. 
And I was like, okay, whatever. And then you find out exactly why he got exiled. So basically what happens is, well, you should know this. You guys fucking saw the movie. Otherwise, you're <laughs> stupid for listening to this. Um, he, he basically took in a child and didn't give him back. Mm-hmm. And he took the money and he stole and stole and stole. And, that, and he broke the code. I think that was the code that he broke. Uh, yeah, right? something like that. What the Ravagers also have... You don't deal in children. Yeah. What the Ravagers also have is an underlying code of, like, of, I guess, you you don't mess with children. Right. And they come to find out that Yandu found out that Ego was killing all these children. That he was bringing to them, yeah. Yeah, so he risked everything to keep Peter on, because if Ego ever found that out, he could have snapped his finger and killed all, like, killed... uh Yandu in a second. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then the part that killed me when he's like that. He's like, you know, that um, ego might be your 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 father, yeah, but I'm your da- yeah, yeah yeah. But he's not your daddy. But he's not your daddy. And I was like, oh god damn it. Yeah. It, and then he and dies again. Like what ruined it also for me is like again I can't turn my brain off. So I fucking thought of the scene in Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> Where like Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis had that, that scene. That was pretty good. That's a, that's a good scene too. Yeah, um, but like when because he he goes from like there there was no the problem with that it was like it wasn't it didn't feel forced, mm-hmm. but there was no like I felt like he could have been saved. Like there was no yeah because that's the, my problem. Movie, I think he could have been saved. Well, in the first movie, like how long was Gamora sitting out there? She didn't fucking die. She no. was out there for like five fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah, I felt like uh, the ship was going to come along any second and pick him up. Yeah, you know, but it it worked for like what it was because like still at the end of the day he was still with his family. You yeah. know, like he. Um, it's kind of like in Toy Story three, like if they're heading to the furnace, and you're like, oh shit, and then Woody falls in, but the rest get saved. <laughs> <laughs> They would never. They would never. Come they would never do that. It'd be like, it'd be like Rex or Mrs. Potato. Right. <laughs> she gets baked. Yeah. Oh, she's a baked potato. She's like, oh my god. I just. Well, I don't know why, but I just pictured like melting plastic. <laughs> <laughs> fucking so morbid. <laughs> they get her back and like half her face is just melted off. Like. Yeah, she's got like all these new parts, but the potato part of it's all fucking melted. <laughs> It's like death becomes her. You ever seen she's, like, death I, be- she's like, I need a uh, potato head burka now. You ever, did you ever see death becomes <laughs> oh, her? Oh, yeah. That's like that. Yeah, That's, it totally is like that. This potato becomes like Mel Street. Mel Street. And death becomes her. <laughs> How's that for pulling stuff? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, okay. So, you know, like like all the movies that, that we love. I'm having a hard time to figure out what else to talk about this movie because it's so fucking yeah, it's so I, fun. I have to say also it was re- I mean we've said it before but it is gorgeous. And if you can see it on IMAX I'm sure yeah, it's go ridiculous. See it. Go don't go to a Fomax. Fuck the Fomaxes. <laughs> go to an actual IMAX. Cuz I, I and it was in 3D and normally I don't like I'm, I'm not a big fan of 3D movies mm-hmm. like even Civil War I saw it in I Unless I it's in 3D. filmed in 3D, there's no really this no one wasn't filmed to, in 3D, no. but it was so goddamn gorgeous and like the 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 shots of the planets and everything, like you felt like you were there. Oh, that's in the cool. 3D, so like that mattered. So another thing I had a problem, like the blob thing that I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to that stupid blob thing. I was like, was that? A, I wonder if that was a cost-effective move because to me, if you're if you're planting a plant. Mm-hmm. This blue shit blob doesn't form out of it. It would be like 
it would almost be like a poison ivy type thing. No one found it after 36 years. Behind that thing's dairy, pretty like behind the Dairy Queen. It's just glowing. <laughs> behind the Dairy Yeah. Behind the Dairy Queen. He didn't go that far how, off the road to plant da- that. How many Dairy Queens do you know still look like that after 80 years? <laughs> I think I, I thought that was a, like I thought that's where they filmed Harold and Kumar because I thought that looked like where the White Castle was. That almost looked like the scene from like um, Masters of the Universe where they get the fried chicken. A fried chicken. <laughs> It's like the same location. They just yeah. film over and over again. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, he didn't like hide that pod very far into the woods. Well, you don't know how far they went, but still the point being is like, I was picturing plants like to sprout up and like all of a sudden start. Yeah. That would have been cooler. But that, but again, I, I, that might've been a cost effective move. Cause obviously it would have been, it would have been way. It would have turned costly. into mummy returns, well, like <laughs> a terrible CG with the plants and all that. But it would have been. But I think it would have been costly. It would have been more costly to animate a shit ton of plants than just a fucking giant blob. But like, hey, give us that shit from Green Lantern. You've already paid like <laughs> this movie costs like two hundred million dollars. It's just pretty insane. Which they're, I mean, after this weekend, we'll I make would it, say like ninety percent of the movie is probably filmed on a green screen. But like, it, oh, it's yeah, seamless yeah. though. It's, yeah, it's it that, is pretty it's seamless. That Weta or Weta, uh, Weta or Weta did this. Um, they did. It was an ILM. No. Yeah. Wow. They're really good at seamless yeah, yeah. Uh, special effects. When when they have the time to do it, like or they're doing a blockbuster movie like this, mm-hmm. I, I would say sometimes their shit is just right on the same level as ILM, if not better. Yeah, I, mean, I always felt Lord of the Rings was better than the prequels. Yes, yeah. I mean, I'm, well, it was the same think, years they did well, those I think, prequels. I think that, well, the problem with that also is that the the big the one of the reasons why is because the um, the movie was shot on film. For Lord of the Rings, whereas he shot Luke right, shot it was digital. also done on like on location too. Right, and there's real there's real world effects. So yeah, that's, um, there's a multiple reasons why. But that. yeah, this movie is gorgeous. I mean, my god, and it is pretty seamless. Like I, I had a hard time like when they would do a close up to the two people like dialogue and the in ego planet and on the ego planet. Yeah, yeah. I was really trying to pay attention, and you could barely see that they're on a set on a green screen set there. I mean, it was really well done. I mean, I saw it on IMAX very and I had a time seeing it. Yeah. Really unique look to this movie. It's very colorful. If you, um, you got the, the IMAX poster. If you look at that poster, it's really colorful. It's very like retro. It seems like, like this movie and, um, Ragnarok, they're doing kind of this eighties rock and roll type feel to it um I, I, it works here i hope they don't do that for a record i hope they don't play the soundtrack i liked it in the trailer though but the trailer works but yeah um because again that's a different character right thor thor is not thor is almost between like captain america and drax as far as yeah yeah is. i agree um and and hulk obviously is not a funny person no, <laughs> no. so because so don't like don't pull a the other the other company and fucking start force feeding your characters into bat like situations or dialogue that they would never say. Say do. right, right, right. Um, I don't, I don't know what else to talk about this movie. No, I think it, than- I, it, it was awesome. I mean, you know, again, the highlights for Batista and Yondu were amazing, and of course, Baby Groot uh, is super funny. They did do what, like three or four post credit scenes. <laughs> this by far had the most post-credit scenes of any Marvel movie. Yeah, and each, almost every single one of them was significant, but there was one that was the most significant. Who was that old man that they had in the credits? The old man. So everybody in the movie, right? That was Stan Lee at the end. No, no, no. Everybody in the oh. movie in the in the credits, like it was Gamora dancing, Mantis was dancing, Drax, Peter Quill, Groot, Rocket, Yondu. And then they showed the old man that almost died in the like the station wagon. <laughs> 
I don't know. But they also showed they also showed uh, Jeff Goldblum's character from Thor Ragnarok. I saw his him dancing as well. Really? Yeah. I, didn't I don't know why, I but I that. yeah, but I saw him. There's um, a lot of cameos. I mean, Howard the Duck is in this. Howard the Duck does the post credit. Oh uh, no. Was that post credit? No, no, no. It no, no, no. was, it was right in. The in it was right in the middle of the movie. You're right. Yeah, because he was released from uh, the the club. And Stan Lee was in it twice. Uh, like he, when they fly so, by. So I think they confirmed that theory that he is a watcher. Is it a watcher? Oh, I think so. Where he I'm, he I, can I goes it up. Is watcher DC or is that oh, Marvel? Shit. Well, you're. I know what you're talking about, but like basically the reason he's in every Marvel movie in different timelines. In different timelines. So he's uh, Vic's typing, looking it up. But uh, so they kind of gave a reason why he's in all the Marvel movies. He wasn't in Logan though, but that's you know that's Fox anyway. Yeah, but that still, count. Um, that'd have been cool for like if he shoved the adamantium claw through him or something like that because he was pissing him off. <laughs> <laughs> you never see Stanley die, but yeah, you see uh, you see Stanley. Um, Talking to these big, like, were those uh, alien-looking creatures, and um, and he's like explaining yeah, the, something the, to him. Yeah, the Watcher. He's called the Watcher. Okay, so he had a post-credit scene um, that was just more for fun, more than anything else. The one though that I, everybody in the theater collectively gasped when she said, "That's Adam." Yeah, Adam Warlock. Yes. So Adam Warlock in the comic books actually holds or holds at one point in time an infinity stone yes so but i, I think, think he... kevin feige said that and and i think james gunn also said that this movie has nothing to do with the avengers it's it's very uh standalone-ish there in fact i think the only thing that would that and it's pretty thin the only thing that would tie this to the other movies is that you see earth with the blob running all over the place. Right. That's the only thing. But other than that, this is a standalone movie. It's they don't have a scene where, you know, uh uh Thor shows up. Thor shows up and goes, You gotta help me with the Affinity Stones or one of their other characters do a complete like you know, start thinking of Infinity Stones. They didn't like they did an Age of Ultron where it just like they shoved it in there. I hated that. Um but uh so this movie is completely like a standalone movie. Um, and all the post credit scenes were had to do with the movie, not outside the movie. What about there's one thing we didn't talk about, and that was the other baddies. Um, and I can't remember what they're called, but they're all gold, you know, they have gold paint on them and stuff. They, they look all weird, right? Yeah, one of the guys, uh, was Ben Browder, he was in Farscape, he was the main character in Farscape, mm-hmm. he was her, uh, the right hand man to the, to the queen or whatever. I wasn't a big fan of that whole sub that oh. whole side. You thing. weren't. Not really. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, you know, Rocket stole the the batteries, the batteries, but she basically wasted the planet's entire fleet. So basically, if Thanos wanted to take over the world, he could just show up by himself and take over. The, there was no other fleet. Yeah, it was just them doing these like flight simulators. Right. I kind of like that though, because like no, they're like because cool. they're doing it and they're like ah. You know, damn it. Lot, you there, know? Was, there was, uh, I think, Galaga sound effects during oh, that Oh, God. There was all sorts of, like, video game references, funny. the yeah, Pac-Man. Yeah. But it makes yeah. sense, again, because of Peter. Right. It's not just thrown in there for a gag. Uh, gag yeah, joke. he mentions um, uh, Pac-Man well, let's, earlier. Let's talk about somebody else, too, that, that had a huge role in this movie. Uh, not huge, but a lot bigger role was Sean Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn's uh, brother. 
So most of you don't know, but the the main the Craglin I can't remember his name. Yeah, Craglin, and he was the one Ravager that stuck by uh, Yondu mm-hmm. and actually helped Yondu escape. But he also plays Gru. I'm sorry, he also plays um, Rocket on set. Oh, he does all the mo-cap. He does, he does them all the motion capture, which oh, is kind okay. of funny because he's like six four, and and Rocket is like three <laughs> like three feet tall. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he, he has he. There are scenes where uh, uh, Craglin is talking to Rocket, and he's basically talking to, to himself, himself on set. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but he did a really good job too. Yeah, he they gave him a lot to do, and I like that. And he had a very nice moment. I was upset uh, that Tommy Flanagan got killed so early. That's the Irish guy from, or Irish or Scottish guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yes. I was kind of annoyed that he was killed so early. Yeah. I really like him. I do like him, too. He's starting to pop up in a lot of things. I loved him in Braveheart. Yeah, yeah, I loved yeah. him in Braveheart. Yeah, he was really good. All right, so let's... let's uh, I think that covers just about every We've covered thing. it. I mean, there, um, there's probably... There's a lot... I mean, yeah, we did a fairly spoiler, spoilerific review, but there are so many gags in this thing, it would just be impossible to kind of go over. Um, but the dialogue was really funny. A uh, lot more funnier this time. There was some poignant uh, pieces that happened between the sisters, between father and son, between Rocket and everybody, um, between Dr- you know Drax and uh, Mantis. Everybody had a chance to shine in this movie. Oh my god! It just it everybody the show did. you can. I, I can't remember the last time I watched a movie where everybody like stole the show. You can I juggle. Mean, yes, Drax. Characters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jer- Drax stole it all above everybody else, mm-hmm. but it everybody had a time to shine in this movie. Yeah. I, and that's how you do an ensemble movie like that. That's how you do it. I mean, you just got to be a good writer. <laughs> yeah. You could do that. So, uh let's look at um well, let's go into our uh diversity ratings then. Um is it kind of kind of Jan Brady-ish? I would kind of say the same. I mean, I know that they they added the character of Mantis, and, it, and it's funny because I was watching the movie, and I'm like, oh, like wow, you know, the, an Asian, yay, <laughs> you know. And we looked her up, and she's what half Russian and half Korean, Something like that, which yeah. is very unusual. Um, we were just joking, and Canadian, uh, yeah, in Canadian. We were just joking a little bit ago because uh, she has she's blonde and she has green eyes, and but she's Korean, so we were like, oh, she should have been in Big Trouble Little China. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> another poll, another poll. Uh, With so Kurt Russell. With Kurt Russell, you know, and it was a Tango and Cash reunion of sorts, too. Oh, yeah, but then they were They on weren't never on screen yeah, together. Yeah. That would have been awesome if they were, though, at that some point. That would have been pretty funny, yeah. And, and said some fucking funny, you know, line from the movie, but they didn't. That's that, okay. Yeah, that would have been funny. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, so I would say um, definitely uh, Jan Brady. I mean, it's the same. It's an all-white cast. I mean, Jesus. Well, Gamora's not but technically Gamora, white. yeah. Um, the, the actress, I mean... What about Taserface? Taserface, I, I, I don't sure. remember. I th- I thought maybe he was. Um, I'm so. Uh, oh, he is really white. Really, <laughs> he had some of the funniest scenes. Rockets just like really Taserface. That's what you came up with. <laughs> and then when he says to the, like he's about to die and blow the ship up or whatever, and he tells the the head queen he's like. He's like taser face out or something like that or whatever, and, and she laughing. starts laughing. And he's like, so "That's the last thing he sees before he dies." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Jan Brady for me, and it sounds like you're yeah, Jan Brady for me as well. Um, 
rating wise, I'm gonna probably do. Like, I know this is weird. This is I know what you're going to do because I feel the same way. This is tough because, it, it, like, I had a I had a really great time watching this movie. Yeah, it was really fun. It's there's not like as good a, as the first one, and I'm like trying a to figure, Yeah, there is a but. It's 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 a it's a small but because it's not as good as the first. It's movie. a small but. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as good as the first. It's not movie. a tight small but. It's like a small but that's jiggly. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I don't. I'm, I'm it's terrible. I'm torn between like a three point seven and a four. Yeah, I, I was gonna say four. I was gonna say four chainsaws um, for me. I, it was just this movie was really fun. I just I I loved how great of a time I had. I just don't know if I love this. Well, movie. here's the deal. I have played. I've watched Guardians of the Galaxy probably thirty or forty times by now. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, that's about right. And I still love that movie. This one, um, there's parts of it that I. I'm sure I would fast forward. You know what I mean? That, that there's parts of it where I'm like, uh, like, yeah, the father and son thing that it just, it dragged a little bit. And, and then it got to a point where I'm like, there's something shady about this guy. Like it was pretty predictable. So there were scenes where they were talking that I just, I, I, I could fast forward. I don't, I'd get to the action sequences or when the, the people there are is interacting. There's a lot and, of action in this movie. Yeah, there is. There is a ton of action in this movie. But the Peter and the it's father stuff thing. didn't, it, it was okay. Yeah. It wasn't. Well, I think that's where it, it kind of falls short with me. And, you know, everything, like I said, everything outside of ego is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like the actors and the, and the scenes and the dialogue go. I mean, right from the, again, right from the very beginning of this movie, just like the first movie, you knew you were in for like a fun fucking time. Yeah, absolutely. Like you knew like the you knew that these guys, like James Gunn, still understood like why the first movie worked so well. Yeah, ba- I mean, there's a giant fucking CG battle going on behind this, and they decide like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck that. We're gonna we're gonna concentrate on a on a fucking stick figure and a fucking like a wooden fucking baby Groot to dance. And I was like, they get it. They understand why this movie works, you know, like, yeah. because anybody else would be like, oh, we got, I mean, and they did go bigger. They definitely went bigger. Like, oh, they yeah, spent yeah. a lot more money on this movie. But at the same time, the core of this movie is still those, those main guys. It's still, it's still the relationship uh, yes. between the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. And this one, they, they all break apart into different splinters. It still works. Yeah, it still, still works. still fucking works. So I don't know, based on entertainment value alone, if you were just like entertainment value, I'm like five, six chainsaws or whatever. Yeah, but, me too. But there's parts of it that do bring it down a little bit. So for me, I'm just going to go with four four chainsaws, uh, which is one of the highest ratings we've had actually this I year. I don't think I have it. I don't, I'm going to, I think I'm going to give it a four. I mean, yeah. I had a, this is by far the most fun I've had so far this, oh, this yeah, year. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, for there was, sure. There was a lot of movies this year that were like I liked it. I didn't love it. Like, yeah, I, when, even when I saw John Wick 2, finally. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but this is by far the most fun I've had. Oh, yeah. Uh, watching a movie in a long time. And I'm looking at, looking ahead. What what movie could we possibly think of that would be this much fun? fun? Probably yeah. not a lot. Like, not even really Spider-Man would be... I mean, it's going to be fun, but not like it's this be aw- fun. I'm hoping it's awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like even looking forward to Star Wars, it's not that's Oh, gonna it's going to be bleak. That's yeah. gonna be fucking, it's going to be amazing, but <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. going to be In the opposite direction, fun. amazing, yeah. Yeah, like uh, I feel like I'm going to have to go see Baywatch to maybe laugh as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That could be, yeah, a different kind of fun. I, Yeah, I, I totally get that. But, but this, like, is, uh, this is like... 
this is, is what like Justice League Wars... wish. Justice League wish it was this. Yeah. Fuck. This is like this is like if Star Wars had a sense of humor. <laughs> well, a big based, it does, but not like this. No, 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 no not like this. Not I mean, like this a, is like some of the jokes were so over the top, and they keep going and going, and you keep laughing harder and harder. And, that, and, and <clears throat> when you say over the top, they're not over the top bad. No, they're just like because of the characters, they work. It yeah. works every time Drax opens his mouth and says something funny. It's not because he's trying to be funny. It's, it's because character. It's, it's, yeah. it's, that's how Drax would react to something like that. Yeah, and it's just hilarious, like watching everybody's in the in the in the scene itself react to you know, like the whole penis scene when he's asking oh, yeah, Ego yeah. about his dick. He just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, that and joke then, like, just Ego keeps going. actually confirms it, and Drax is like, "See, I fucking told you." Did you? <laughs> And like you, you accept that because you realize how what, what kind of person Drax. Remember they had the bet about Mantis. Yes, and it was like Drax bet that Mantis's antennas was so that she didn't fucking get her head chopped off in a in a uh, automatic door. Door, and then <laughs> and then Peter like, and Peter's bet was that anything outside, outside of that, of that he would win. Like, <laughs> and she's like, no, and he's like, damn it, yeah, it's because he looks at things. Like, like literally, literally yeah. you just like, <laughs> so his head, so her head would. The evolution of Mantis was that her head wouldn't get chopped off. At right, <laughs> but it's just like the first movie, and it still makes me laugh when they're like, you know, they're like, oh, if that went over his head, and he's like, nothing goes over my head because I would just jump up and snatch it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, I, <laughs> and then the reaction of like Gamora is like, I'm surrounded by the biggest idiots, idiots in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Anyway, oh yeah, that's something we didn't touch upon was was her and uh, her. No, but we mentioned the her the, and Peter's yeah. relationship kind of growing. I'm, I'm kind of liking that it didn't take. That it's next a slow step. burn. It's I like a, that. I like that they're not forcing it. Like it, 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 it works. It yeah, works. he Whatever didn't take comes. his mask off and say, "Hey, I'm yeah, yeah, Spider Man." Yeah, like <laughs> or cry. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of cried, yeah. Cried a lot. <laughs> yeah, he dances too. So, well, that's true. <laughs> but not like, not like in Spider Man Three. <laughs> Spider Man, that part where he's dancing, walking down the street. Oh, I was like, that was the first time I've ever seen like a superhero movie where I was like, I really hope they kill him. <laughs> right I'm now, rooting for Harry now. Right now, I, I wish Sandman would just kill him. Kill right him. I really wish Venom would just kill this fucker right He's now. He's wearing Venom's like skin. I mean, you think you just squeeze him to death? The whole and like, over the with. whole like dark Peter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching this, like, watching it in the theater. I'm like, oh man, I've, I've, I really. If, if Sandman came out right now and stabbed him in the face, <laughs> I'm not sure I would cry over this. <laughs> I might be okay with. This. Were, you, were you like part of the people? Were you like for Dallas Bryce Howard's character? Were you for? Uh, so I've never been a big Mary Jane fan. Not Kirsten that Dutch. version. Yeah, not, not that, that version. version. No, I, I, I thought I thought like Kirsten Dunst was like kind of miscast like a, a little bit. No, her character is written really poorly in the third movie. She, she oh, I had no yeah, sympathy for yeah, her. Yeah, where she's like, where she's like, what about me? Like she basically was like, what about me or whatever? Like and all this shit. And like Peter, Peter, <laughs> Peter's been shit on. Like, you went to high school with this guy. You barely knew his fucking name. And you live next door to him. This guy's been shit on his entire life. He can life. hear you fucking your boyfriend right. across the street. Right. Like, he's giving you, like, soul advice. And then you go out with fucking Flash, you bitch. Right? And then, she, like, he has a flashy so car. Like, she's front and center of this guy getting shit on. Do you realize? Throughout high school, right? I just, I just realized something. His Uncle Ben died because of her. 
Was it really? Oh, yeah. That's true. Because he wanted the car. Right. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> so, so even more like, but again, like, so in Spider-Man, really quick, this is a weird tangent. But, to be <laughs> but like in Spider-Man 3, like, you know, she she grew up watching this kid get shit on, right? And he finally gets the girl and like treats you like gold. And then all of a sudden he gets a little bit of limelight and you can't let him fucking have that? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of selfish bitch are you? <laughs> right. You got fired not because Peter's Spider-Man. You got fired because you couldn't sing a fucking note. You suck. <laughs> That's why you got fired. You're a shitty actress. Go back to being a waitress. And then he, like, goes upside down and kisses the other girl. And <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't think it's like a... All right, well, He's Pe- like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> well, Peter, Peter should have known not to do that. That was, that, that was his bad. That was his bad. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it because you nagged me every day. Yeah, Shit. Like, fuck. Like, how many times am I going to see her fucking play? <laughs> how many times do you want me to tell you you're great in it? You fucking really suck. Yeah. You're actually really bad. <laughs> I just don't have the heart to fucking tell you. You, know, you have no idea how many times I wanted to web your mouth shut when you sang on stage. <laughs> Uh, go watch Guardians Galaxy yeah. <laughs> Volume On that Two. Note, go watch Guardians of Galaxy. Yeah, you want to see a real superhero movie where they could actually juggle multiple characters? That, I mean, I, I, <laughs> you remember back in the day where they just could not do that? I mean, now it, it's happening oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, and anytime you knew, like they brought on like three villains, or two you're villains. like, oh shit, here yeah, we go. It's gonna get fucked up somehow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at you, all the Spider Mans. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So anyway, all right. Well, that, uh, yeah, that's Guardians of the Galaxy in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome movie. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, you better, why the fuck are you listening to this? But you need to go watch it. Anyway, so, uh, I mean, that's it. That's episode 80 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Back. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>